The ESPN San Antonio Audio Vault is powered by AA Best Bail Bonds. 210-225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Well, let's go ahead and jump right in face first. AA Best Bail Bonds and Ewald Kubota brought, to him all, brought him to you all year long. He is head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. Coach, welcome aboard. How's the, how's the morning been? It's been okay, Rob. How you doing? How's how's man RJ doing? I'm good, Coach. I just need you to admit to all the people that you're going to miss our show the most. Yes. Well, I, I don't. Did you not get the new contract? We're going to keep going. I thought <laughs> okay. we were just going to do it all off season. Well, well, we would we would hope, Coach. There's always tacos involved. We're yeah. willing to kind of move that a little long, and we would have gotten some more tacos to you today. But we're still dealing with COVID at our taco shop. It's a, it's a tough run for well, those that, guys. That, that, that's okay. I think I I think it's obvious. I need to take a break from some tacos. So. You know, before we get into everything, Coach, I wanted to ask you, so when the offseason hits, I know you talked about you got your exit interviews with your coaches and things like that. I know you got Senior Bowl, Pro Days, uh, Draft. How much time do you get to decompress before it's like, okay, we got to go full speed ahead again? Or is there no decompress time in, in, the, in a job where only 32, there's only 32 of them? Do you get any time to decompress? And if so, how much is it? I mean, that's an excellent question because I, I mean, frankly, I'm terrible at it. Um, so you know, it's something that I did. I need to be more cognizant of. Mm-hmm. Uh, cognizant of. I'm not the youngest guy anymore, so um, you know, I, I'll uh, try to do a better job of it. But right now, I'm just so dialed into you know the end of the season, and and I've always felt these exit interviews were 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 so so important uh, because you know first you get to sit down and have a very you know, pointed, honest you know, open conversation, professionally in person with your players. So, you know, there's a lot to come out. I mean, there's only four or five things that come out of the ex- exit interviews that, you know, I'll definitely need to take a very, very hard look at. And then, then, then you go through your, your, your staff. So it, if you're really trying to improve, you know, even self-improvement, it's, you have to go through this process. So uh, once I get through this evaluation process, hopefully be able to get away for a few, a few days and get going. But uh, I've always felt as a head coach, uh-huh. you know, your best time to get ahead of the competition is February, and March. So, and that's that's just kind of how I've done it. So, and you know, you bring up exit interviews. I would think you know, it's a good situation to be in with the owner that you have because outside looking in, it just seemed like some owners, and this that that's their credit, are in it to make money, and that's that's their right. They spend a billion dollars, but you have an owner. That wants it as bad as you, your staff, and your players. Oh, no, no doubt about it. I mean, if you just, um, if you'd have, you know, been able to see Jerry speak to the team Monday, um, you know, his his passion, his emotion, you know, was um, just at the forefront of it, of, of you know, of his uh, conversation. So, and, and that's and that's the way he lives his life. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, there's no blank here. Um, he's you know, totally into doing what you know what we need to do to to get to the next level. But, yes, I mean, Jerry is, Jerry's all about winning, no question. He is head coach Mike McCarthy of your Dallas Cowboys joining us here on R&R in the morning on San Antonio Sports Star. Coach, I, I certainly <laughs> ad nauseum with the with the uh, last play and the eight seconds and the 14 seconds and all that. I don't even want to go over it enough. I'm tired of it. I'm sure you are too. Um, but, you know, the, the, the takeaway from the season, and certainly we've heard you talk enough this week, is the penalties, both pre-snap, post-snap, combative, all the different things that go into it. And I, I come into this a little bit differently. I assume you guys work on this all the time. And, you know, I, you, you, we, you know we, I know what you guys do. So 
when you run into a season like this and, and it was bad and you see the numbers and really when it comes down to it, you divide it by 32 and you're really not talking about a whole lot as far as changing, but you do need to slow down on the penalties. How do you, how do you change that? Because you've already obviously been working on it. So what do you do differently next year to, to make it, you know, two less penalties a game? I mean, it's like anything in this game, you, you know, it's, it's a bigger, it's a bigger challenge, more and more of every uh, CBA contract because you, you do have less time with your team. Mm. Uh, you have less time with your team than COVID. So I think it's uh, it's all part of the, you know, the training uh, of your team and, and just the, you know, the chess match in, in the training uh, competitive arena. And I'm just talking about where do you spend your time? So we all have the same amount of time with our, with right. our players. Uh, wh- you know, where do you spend that time? How do you cut it up? And, and definitely, I mean, it's uh, we need to we need to cut these penalties by at least one penalty a, a game. You know, statistically, you know, two would you know would definitely put you where you want to definitely where you want to be. So, um, and that's that that really you know goes into the specifics of your training and, and more importantly the application of it. And it's primarily in your individual drills. You know, the, the thing about the penalties that's disappointing for us is you know our mental production uh, was, I would rank it high of the 15 teams I've coached. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you mean they're smart. You got a, you got a smart football team. Well, they're, 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 they're smart, but they, they play, they play smart. Yeah. You know, they, they, they've executed, you know, the, you know, their, their mental errors and their missed assignments are, are definitely in the top, you know, top 10%. Uh, so, and that usually aligns with your penalty uh, production in, in my experience. So, um, that's not the case with this team. So we got to, you know, we got to take a really deeper, deeper look and, and make sure we're spending a little more time from a technical standpoint on, you know, the penalty pre- prevention emphasis and, and things like that. And, and that's what, that's what we'll do. And, you know, so we'll have to give up something maybe in a practice and spend, spend a little more time on this is, you know, those are the type of adjustments you're always making. And, you know, and we, you know, frankly, we've been, we've been pushing the envelope uh, as a football team to play, to play with a, a super aggressive play style. So, We've we've accomplished that, and it's important for us to maintain that. But the discipline at playing at that level is is really the next step we will take as a team. Listening to you yesterday, Coach, and what what was crazy to me was you said, "Look, we start off a little bit nervous, and then you know someone followed up, and they, they everybody has a job to do." And I'm not criticizing anybody. It's like, but why would they be nervous? Look, I only made it to high school soccer. Never played college. Never played pro. But the first minute or two, I was nervous. So to me, I don't, I don't understand why people have a hard time grasping that. Look, we're the Cowboys. All eyes are on us. There's a lot of pressure on us. We're supposed to be Super Bowl or bust. Yeah, you. Go, it, it's going to be some nerves. So I didn't think that that was something you should have walked back as far as the word nervous. Because I think if you played any sport at any level, high school and up. You look a little bit of jello leg to start the game. Sometimes, it, I mean, it may not work out in the end, but I think that's normal. Uh, definitely, I, I just think the word "nervous" car- carries a, a stronger, you know, meaning than than I was trying to portray. So and that's, okay. that's why I, I walked it back. I didn't, you know, because you know, you know, saying we were nervous would would be saying that you know that we didn't think we could do something, you know, and, that, and that's, okay. that's definitely not the case. I, I think it was just, you know, it's the intensity of the of the competition, um, you know, and it was the first time for a lot of guys in that intensity, and I just think. Every game has its own ebb and flow. Every single football game, and they're never the same. Uh, there's points of, the, of those game, of competitive games that are the same, and and you want to get into the groove of the positive ebb and flows that you've experienced. 
and sometimes it takes you a little longer than others. Um, they they ebbed and flowed quicker than we did right. at the beginning of the game. So call it angst, call it plus ebb and flow. I, I don't know what the proper terminology is, but and that's that's kind of why I, I didn't want it to be oh, oh well, we were nervous, and that's that's because that really that's really not accurate. But you know I think our angst was a little bit, and it just took us a while to get into an ebb and flow, and you know and, and frankly the self inflicted wounds was. Was was our biggest challenge, Coach? You you just mentioned your 15 years coaching around the league. Have you ever coached at a team on a team where the players never did anything wrong, and it was always the coaches that had made the mistakes? Um, Have you ever dealt with a press corps? I, I think the Cowboys are unique in that. I I feel like yeah. you've taken a lot of heat for some of the things that, quite frankly, you have no control over. Or your job is to put them in a position to be successful. After that, dude, you're gonna have to go do it. And sometimes it just doesn't happen. Have you ever been on a team where you? And it's your job to kind of take the you know, take the arrows for the team. But I do feel like no other franchise looks at the coaches and the players in, in this kind of way. Well, I, I think it's easy. I mean, that's that's the easiest target. You know, some people will just say, "Hey, that's what you signed up for." Uh, but end of the day, I, I think it's you know, I mean, I can't really comment on the why or the how, um, but I do have a, a lot of experience on how opinions you know come versus you know uh, from one place to the next, and and, and I, I think it's just you know really part of the job and just part of the climate that you're in uh, because. You know, my most important job is to is to protect that locker room and, and to make sure that you know they have they have the workspace um, to create a, an excellent culture and and that's and that and that has happened um, and that was clearly evident throughout the year and is definitely evident in our exit interviews. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the veterans who've been to other teams are, are really probably probably clearly the best the best conversations you have in an exit interview because they give you a different perspective. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to a man. You know what we created culture-wise, and you know the locker room, the, the the workspace, the work capacity, the efficiency of it all. Obviously, winning, giving us a chance to win every game. You know the motivation, the emotional um, drive, the, the mental conditioning components that we you know we emphasize more this year than I ever have. Uh, so I mean, there's there's so many. I mean, it's so this this is going the right way. And trust me, hey, I'm I'm as disappointed as all of our fans, and I totally understand it. But this, you know, this is the toughest team sport that yeah. exists and, and to get it right. And, and, uh, you know, and it, you know, we put a ton of time in the last play of games and last two plays of games. And, you know, we, we spend pretty much our whole Friday and, and I just believe in, in hard work and return on investment. And, and that's, that's where we're all disappointed because, because we, we, we put so much time in preparation for the end of the game situations. And, you know, we, we just weren't at our best. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Coach, as far as putting in time because, again, we know everything. Y'all don't know anything. And it, the, the, narrative all, <laughs> the narrative all week is like, well, they just weren't prepared. Like, they just don't do that. And we could get to that. But the one thing I do want to ask you about, uh, Coach, is I heard you say that you had an opportunity to talk with Dak. Now, somebody that's worn that star on his helmet, won three Super Bowls, and Troy Aikman, I don't know if y'all talked about the tape and talked about the game as far as the San Francisco game, but he felt like – there was a lot of opportunities for Dak to get the ball to C.D. Lamb. It was a lot of one-on-ones. Is that something that – would you agree with that assessment, that Dak missed a lot of opportunities to get the ball to one probably y'all's best playmaker? I'll say this. We, we didn't get the ball distributed enough, and, and I think that's that's obvious by our numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, our rush plus completion was was only 45, where, you know, I think we, you know, we, we led the league this year and, 
you know, being mm. around 54. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's probably the biggest drop off, you know, in fairness to Troy and who are, you know, in the other opinions, uh, today is really the, is my day to sit down and watch the game. Oh, okay. So Monday, I mean, I've literally been with the players, um, you know, all three days and then, then had the press conference and all that yesterday. So, uh, I have not sat down and watched, you know, all three phases, you know, play by play yet. So I can't give you. So you're legitimately going to go today and sit down and watch the game for the first time. Yeah, from start to finish, correct. Why? I've seen. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's it's all part of the evaluation process. Mm. Okay, so this—I mean, it's not for just to inflict more pain. I mean, you've certainly seen it enough well, and I'm run it through your mind. Part of it, I, I'm not going to enjoy it. No, yeah, that's, right. that's part of it. But yeah, I'm, because I'm getting—you know—I'm getting ready to go through a lot of conversations, you know, with, with position coaches, and and um, you know, and I have all the information from the player exit interview. So you know, I'm just. It's all part of being thorough. How long does the exit interview last? Are some longer than others? And do you have a script that you go by? Because I, I, I find that that's such a unique thing in the world to be evaluated like that and have a chance to everybody kind of go away, huddle up, and let's talk about positives, negatives, omission, commission, things like this, and, and get things back. Do you structure it in a way to find out certain things, or is it kind of an organic thing with every player? It's both. I mean, it really is. I mean, I, I think it becomes organic as they get used to it. I mean, it's, you know, last year was the first time that. Um, you know, I'd been through it with 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 our team, and you know, then you know, not every guy's going to come in here and, and you know sit down and be you know 100 100 percent open and so forth. But you know, but then eventually that you know the chair and you know the chair and you know, the head coach's office becomes magical, and then they sit down and tell you everything. So I mean, it's just, but it's not something that happens overnight, and I and that's just part of the relationship and that, that you develop with your players. But this year was was awesome. Um, the guys were yeah, very forthcoming because you have to, you have to, you need feedback. And, and it's not only just the one conversation because, you know, the, the follow-ups are, are really what's most important because, you know, I have topics that, that in part to your structure, you have topics that you hit, but you you know, the, the goal is to have an organic conversation to, you know, how can we both improve? You know, it's, it's, you know, is there anything we can do better as, as you know, as a football operation in, in any phases? So it gives a guy a chance to step back and look. And, and like I've said, I mean, the, the, the conversations with players that have been to other places, you know, that, that those are always very beneficial too because they, they can give you comparable, you know, context in, in, in how we operate here. Again, I guess another hindsight 2020 question, Coach, is now that we find out, you know, that we did, I'm, I'm sure you already knew the extent of Zeke's injury, Hindsight 2020, should Pollard have been getting more of the load? I mean, I know Zeke has been paid. He wants to be out there. He's been a warrior. You've talked with him about it. But do you, looking back, do you feel like maybe, you know, maybe we should have given Pollard more of the load? Well, I, I think, you know, I, I think you have to look at what the goal was. And the, and the goal was to have a, an excellent one-two punch. And, and I think I think the how and how we did it, I mm-hmm. think you have to say, hey, they did a good job because, you know, when you can get the play time spaced the right way, the most important thing is, and this is the same conversation I have with Zeke, um, because, you know, he'd like to have the ball more. I right. understand we still, but the most important part for us was to get as much production out of both him and Tony um, and then come playoff time that we're, we're, you know, we're ready to go with the one-two punch. And I think they, they I think they're ranked, what, second or, second or third in the league as far as total production for a running back. Oh, okay. and, and that's what you're looking for, you know, and I, and I understand in the, you know, the individual statistic world that's out there, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we were, you know, we we're the number one offense 
as far as scoring points. But you know, my goal is to be the number one offense, the number one complementary offense, and um, and that's you know, and I think we clearly did that much better as a football team. I think when it all is said and done, you know, the ranking of our special teams, the offense and defense, you know, we were clearly a much better complementary football team this year than we were last year. It's not even close. Yeah, I agree. Have in your experience, and have you ever seen? a ref 25 yards outside of the play (laughs) and then come play keep away with the ball from your center. And uh, you know what? You educated me because I don't, I don't know who knew this. I didn't know that he didn't have to set the ball. I I, I didn't, I I didn't know that all he had to do was touch it. Cause again, all week long, it's just been like, well, they got to know to get the ball to him so he can set it. They got to know to get the ball to him to set it. But you educated us yesterday in your press. All he has to do is touch it. But one, he's 25 yards away. And then two, he comes and plays keep away with it. So, and I mean, I mean, you did talk about, you know what? Maybe after you talked about with Dak, maybe we got to get our timing a little bit better. But they have to share some of the blame in in what went on in that last play, as far as the refs go. Well, I think you know, you know, the other thing too is, I mean, it's it, trust me, we understand the roles, but more importantly, we understand the. You know the officiating mechanics. I mean, it's something that we work on a lot. We, I mean, we we train all of our centers, you know, how to spot the ball exactly, right. how the, the, the you know the umpire spots the ball. So, um, and it's something that you know we have fast start and furious finish Friday. I mean, Friday is a huge emphasis on you know the starting fifteen plays of the game, but you know also the final plays of the game. So, and then we also rehearse it again, you know, Saturday in game situations. So th- th- these are things we've all worked on. Yeah, I mean the critics that. Felt that the ball had to be handled to the had to be handed to the umpire, I, you know. So I I don't even know how to comment on that, but that's it's obviously not true. I mean, you know, we have training tapes um, that go back, you know, decades uh, mm. that 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 we used the training of our team going back to the spring and, and really more so in training camp when you have more time. But I mean, these are things that are that are well repped and. You know, and I, and I get it. I mean, you know, when you criticize the Cowboys, you, you get a lot of clicks. And, yes, and that's, <laughs> and, that's, that's, and that's a good thing for whoever you know goes right. that way. But, you know, the facts of the matter was it, it was a sound decision. Uh, it was a it was a you know rep decision, and we just we got to just be better. Everybody involved needs to be better with the execution. And I, so I've heard you talk about this, like I say, yesterday and today. As far as you, as far as you're concerned, Coach, you're the head coach of the Cowboys next year's. Yes, I'm, I mean that's, okay. that's why I'm here with you today. I'm I'm, I'm working full speed ahead, and okay, and uh, as my conversations with Jerry been is is but it's it's about you know building off the positive things that we accomplished this year and and um, get through you know work diligently through this evaluation process and. Uh-huh. Let's get cranking, Coach. What? what, what go ahead, Rudy. No, oh. I, I, the the only thing, the one last thing I want to ask about the game is, I feel like San Fran, and I don't know if this is a regular practice. I don't know. Maybe you guys do this. I feel like they may have sent the league ahead some tape because I have I've watched y'all a lot this year, a lot, a lot, and I don't remember you guys. And now we've talked about penalties, but two defensive holdings within the line. I don't know if if that's ever happened to you. Like I don't know, I, that was crazy to see that, and I'm not saying that it wasn't the right call, but I'm, I would think you could call that every play, and to see it happen to you guys twice, I was like, did San Fran like alert the refs that this is something that the Cowboys do that you guys need to watch for? How many times have you seen that in your in all your coaching experiences? 
I mean, there's, there's definitely a process. Um, you know, there's a pregame conversation that, okay. know, that, that I usually give them two or three things. Uh, I think this week I had five things for them to watch. Um, you know, sometimes you feel like those things go against you. You know, maybe sometime we could <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, but that's, yeah, I mean, they watch film, you know, and you have, you have an opportunity to, to discuss, hey, is there anything I need to make, you know, my team aware of, you know, mm-hmm. that, that you're concerned about? And, and and it's usually no or, you know, or they'll give you one little thing. So, yeah, there's there's definitely, you know, there's. Because those were crucial. I think they were both third. Down. They were both third down. I don't know. Those were crucial, though. Oh, yeah. No, our, our you know, our, our, our self-inflicted wounds that, you know, A, we had too many of them, but B, the timing of them I, I, couldn't have been worse because, you know, we had a lot of play extensions and. In, you know, long down the distances that we created on offense. So yeah, it, it uh, we 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 built a lot of you know situations that were tough to overcome. Well, this is kind of our exit interview, Coach. You have anything for us? Anything we need to improve on, work on for next season? Uh no, I I think it's great. Uh, I I think we've I think we've crushed it here. I think we broke a record for time on here. So <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but <laughs> the last thing I will say, Coach, I let... wish we were still doing it in the next couple of weeks. I, I'll yeah, us too. I let. I hope you get to help them shop for some of the groceries. I know y'all got like twenty one free agents. They ask you to do all the cooking, as Bill Parcell said. I hope they let you help out in some of the groceries. Oh no! I tell you, I, I love the the personnel uh, process here, the collaboration from Jerry all the way through. So no, we we, we have a very healthy okay. healthy uh, operation here. I, I think just the the way you know, just look at last year. You know, obviously the first year there was we had a lot of moving parts, but you know, I, I really think we're just entering into you know the beginning of our second year in a lot of ways because you know just uh the things that took took a while to get in place so now we, we have an excellent process here all right well coach we certainly want to thank you um it's been a good season 12 and 6 um I, Heck yeah. we're, we're still kind of in the woods but we'll, we'll step away and i think we'll see the big picture eventually uh on a personal note we can't thank you enough uh, we, i've interviewed a lot of coaches over the years never one more honest and forthright uh, i never felt like you evaded anything and one thing you could do for us Tell Jerry to talk to Mrs. Put some curtains up in the stadium. Yes. Put some curtains <laughs> up in the stadium so we're not looking into the light. That's all we ask. Can, 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 can we put that up toward the toward the man? For real. Uh, I'm just, I don't think it'll be part of my exit interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, right, Coach, it's been a genuine you pleasure. Can, Thank you, you so much. You can get that done, okay? You oh, can, I'll let you guys work on it. We'll write a sternly written letter. A lot of work to do. Okay, Coach, right, Coach. We'll see you in Oxnard. Take care of yourself. All right. Hey, you bet. You guys have a great offseason. You Thank too. You. Head coach Mike McCarthy for his weekly. It's always been a genuine pleasure. Again, we want to thank AA Best Bail Bonds and Ewok about a one fine tractor for one fine season. Uh, we'll get over it, and there's still questions to be had, and there's work to be done, but uh, season's done for 21-22. I want to thank McCarthy yet again. Yeah. Let's, again, you're on R&R in the morning, and this is San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM.